Welcome to the Liberty Cafe, where oppression is on the menu. Hi, I'm Bill Peacock, and welcome to episode 39 of the Liberty Cafe. The Liberty Cafe is sponsored by the great folks over at Texas Scorecard, fighting for your and all of our liberties here in Texas and really across the nation, even over across the world. They, they've done some things over in Israel, and who knows how far the, our liberty will go when God is all through with this. Well, as a matter of fact, we do know it'll go across the whole world. And Texas Scorecard is one of those groups that is working to do that. It's not just about civil liberties, but it's about our liberty in Jesus Christ. So thank you to Texas Scorecard, and thank you to all for joining me today on episode 39. Well, today we're going to talk about the top 10 reasons to oppose the Texas budget. This is really the, the top 10 reasons that conservatives and Christians should oppose the Texas bu budget, because I'm, I'm speaking to them in one sense. But if you notice, as we go through these things, liberals should oppose the Texas budget for most of these reasons as well. At least the things they claim to believe in would should lead them to oppose the Texas budget on these things. But it turns out that maybe some of the things they say they believe in, eh, may they may believe in them, but they kind of lose importance in light of other things. Now, we're all hypocritical at times, so this isn't just aimed at them. But I think a good look at the Texas budget from the Christian and conservative standpoint should lead every member of the Texas legislature who purports to be or is conservative or Christian to vote against it. Now, I'm smart enough and understand enough about the process to know that's not going to happen, that this budget is likely to pass. But I'd be remiss in my responsibilities if I didn't talk about it a little bit. So here we go. The top 10 reasons why conservatives and Christians should oppose the Texas budget. Number one, we should oppose the Texas budget because it's built on lies. So let's look at the Texas budget. First of all, what, how much is in it? What are they doing? Well, last year, or in 2019, so two years ago when the Texas legislature was in town, they appropriated about $248 billion. That was a 14%, almost a 15% increase on, over what they'd appropriated in 2017, which was $216 billion. So that was a really big increase. I, you know, I know we all would like our, our uh, income to go up about 7% a year. Um, it doesn't because we can't go in and demand higher wages from our bosses, but the legislature can demand higher taxes from you. And if you don't pay, well, you, you go to jail or you lose your property, those types of things. And so Last session was a big increase. This session is uh, looks like it'll about equal that. Uh, for instance, the Senate version of the budget this year would increase spending up to about $283 billion. That would be a 14% increase. The, the House version is a little bit less than that. But here's the problem. When you look at all the documents for the Texas budget and how much they're telling you, they don't tell you that they're going to spend $283 billion, 
in the Senate version or 279 billion in the House. They tell you it's going to be about 250 billion, 252 billion, something like that. Just a, a minor increase, right? Uh, from 248 to 250. Hey, who couldn't want that? Well, what they don't tell you is that there's about $32 billion or so of federal funds just sitting out there waiting to come to Texas. But they don't include it in this budget because, well, they tell you because, well, we don't know exactly how much is coming and we don't know what all the strings are. And while those things are true, perhaps the main reason they don't tell you that they're going to accept most or all of that $32 billion in federal funds, and this is the, the federal funds coming from the, the stimulus that our uh, President Joe Biden put together and rammed through Congress. They're, they're not telling you that they want to take that money because if they did, they'd have to admit that spending is increasing radically. That's as simple as it gets. It's a lie when they tell you it's only 250-something billion. They, they acknowledge that stuff is out there, but all the numbers they put out there don't even mention it in the summaries and all that kind of stuff. So they're trying to sell it to you on a lie. That's reason number one. Reason number two, that Texans, conservatives, and Christians, and everybody else should oppose the Texas budget because it's built on theft. Why do I say that? Well, God has given the government certain roles. And that's basically, if you look at it, the government really is should be your department of justice, right? even your department of protection. They're out there to protect the citizens underneath them from other citizens who won't obey the laws of the land, particularly those who want to do them physical bodily harm. That's the main role that government has given us. But instead, what government is doing today is they have become the department, well, the department of everything, but particularly the Department of Health, Education, and Welfare. Well, that's not the way God designed the world to work. God designed that part of our lives to be taken care of in families. Families are supposed to take care of each other. When families have one person in a family has a problem, the family takes care of them. And that's the nuclear family. If one nuclear family has a problem, another part of that family, the larger family, takes care of them. And then, of course, when that those family connections fail, we have things that are called charity. And, of course, we have those things called work. And we also have things called civil courts. All those kinds of ways are the ways that the government of the family— and the self-government we have are supposed to help take care of each other. But that's not the way government works today. They're doing all these kinds of things, whether it's public education or welfare or maybe even building roads. Should the government be building roads? I don't really think so, but I'd be willing to have some debate on that. But they're doing so many things that they're not supposed to be doing under God's direction for what civil government is. We saw back in the Old Testament how the people of Israel were warned that if they wanted a king, and particularly the wrong king, Saul, that the, the kings would take their children, their sons and their daughters, and their crops, and their land, and everything else. Well, that's what the government is doing today. Because, because it's doing things that it shouldn't be doing, it's taking sons and daughters, and lands, and crops, and 
proceeds from businesses that it shouldn't be taking. And if you're taking something that doesn't belong to you and you shouldn't be taking, that's called theft. So a significant portion of the Texas budget, and we can have a debate about how much that is, but a significant portion of this Texas budget they're trying to pass now is built on this theft. And conservatives and Christians should oppose it. The number three reason that conservatives and Christians should oppose the Texas budget because it violates private property rights. A, a lot of the budget, some of the budget anyway, goes to fund activities that have local governments, state governments, and private companies that take property from private individuals in ways they shouldn't be doing it. They take it in two ways. They take it through the process of eminent domain. I think eminent domain, while it's certainly constitutional, I don't think it's biblical. But even if it is constitutional, private companies shouldn't have it, but they do. Nowhere in the Constitution, U.S. or Texas, does it give the government the authority to delegate private property condemnation to private companies, but we've done it anyway. And so this Texas budget sets up, supports the system where private property is being taken by eminent domain by private companies, and it's being taken by government for non-public uses, even though the, the courts will tell you they're public uses, they're not. So that's the one hand, on the one hand. On the other hand, the Texas budget supports all these big government agencies that regulate companies to death and in the process tell people how they can and cannot use their private property. And in most cases, that's not a legitimate government function where they're saying, oh, you can't use that because it's going to harm this other person over here. They're saying you can't use it because we don't like the way you're using it or some other constituency of ours doesn't like the way you're using it. So we're going to stop you through these regulations. Oftentimes those other uh, constituencies are what we would call big businesses. And we'll get to that in a minute. So you shouldn't support this Texas budget because it's used to support private violations of private property rights. The next reason that Texans and conservatives and Christians should oppose the Texas budget is because it's built on crony corporatism. There is nothing good or right or true about big government coming in and taking money from its citizens, from all its citizens, but particularly from its poorest citizens, its citizens who are in the worst shape, its citizens who make the less money, and then taking that money and giving it to multi-billion dollar corporations. Of course, it doesn't really matter whether it's a multi-billion dollar corporation or just some little mom and pop shop down the street. But it's particularly egregious, I think, when poor people get their money taken from them and given to big businesses. Why does this happen? Well, because we have this corrupt culture in Austin, Texas, Washington, D.C., too, most other places, state capitals, but particularly in Austin, Texas, where business descends on the Texas capital asking for favors. They ask for it in several ways. They ask for just free money. Give us free money. And there's a lot of things like that. Greg Abbott, our governor, has a Texas Enterprise slush fund 
where he can just give it to whoever he wants. Now, there's certain parameters in the law and those types of things, but people do all the paperwork. They can come in and get free money from the government. Well, who's paying for that money? Well, all of us are. Then there's other ways that this corporate cronyism works. It's, it's in subsidies, for instance. That's the first part is that subsidies. The next part is in just simply uh, abatements, tax credits, those kind of things. Big kind of tax credit things are for renewable energy of the federal government and also here in Texas with uh, property tax abatement. So the big corporations, the favored corporations with the political connections don't have to pay as high property taxes, but we do. We have to make up the difference for those people. And then the third way that this works is that big businesses get the legislators to pass bills and make laws that favor them. And the number one worst law example of this in the law is the Texas title insurance business. Those people are the top level of corporate cronyist thieves. They take your money through regulation. But whether it's through regulation, through tax abatements and credits, or through straight subsidies, it's all wrong. It corrupts the culture in Washington. It makes businesses fat and lazy so they don't compete. The reason they come up here is because they don't want to compete against each other. They'd rather just have the government give them your money rather than having to come compete for it. So that is reason number three, I believe it is, that we're doing this. Number four, corporate cronyism is supported by this Texas budget, and so conservatives and Christians shouldn't support it. The next reason, number this would be number five at this point, that Texans should not oppose, should oppose the Texas budget is because it funds public education. There is nothing good about public education in the state of Texas. Yeah, there are some schools where kids can get a decent education, where they're not always beset by drugs and violence and those kinds of things. But there's nowhere in the state of Texas that you can get a public education that teaches you about God. Why is that important? Well, because God is the creator of all things. He created you, he created me, he created this world, and he created all forms of government, civil governments, family governments, church governments, and then told us to govern ourselves through self-governance. But you can't find that anywhere in the public schools. They have basically, through one court ruling after another, and most of this stuff wasn't done through the legislatures, but through courts, just taking God out of the public schools. That's one problem. Another problem is that parents really should be in charge of their kids' education, and they're not in today's public schools. Right? That's long gone. And try and pass a school choice bill through the Texas legislature. So whether it's because public schools pretend that God doesn't exist, and when they do that, they're actually in rebellion against God, and they're telling their students that they need to be in rebellion against God because they don't owe fealty to their Lord above them, or if they're just usurping parental rights in that area, we shouldn't be passing a budget that pays for public education. Pretty radical, I know, but that's it. So number six, Texas should not oppose, should oppose the budget because it promotes tyranny. 
Well, how does this budget promote tyranny? Well, again, this budget promotes a government that takes responsibilities that individuals, churches, and families should be doing and takes it on to themselves. Well, when that happens, it creates a couple of problems. One is that it creates a lot of bad incentives for people to do bad things to themselves and for themselves. And whenever you have people not, and particularly they're not living up to their responsibilities, and whenever you don't have people living up to their responsibilities, the government steps in and, and wants to do those things. So it's, it's a two-way street. Sometimes the government steps in where people are not living up to their responsibilities, and then they, they grow into tyranny at that way. And, and other times, the government just decides it wants to be tyrannical because the people in charge of it are too big for their britches, and they want to tell everybody else what to do. In either case, when one form of government, it's just like when the church government back in the 1400s was going around either burning people at the stake or getting the government to burn people at the stake, uh, just like the church in Jerusalem, the Jewish church, if you will, the synagogue and the temple leaders got the Romans to crucify Christ, that's called tyranny. And this budget promotes it because of all these functions of government that they shouldn't be doing. So they should oppose the budget for this. Next, this is reason number seven. Texans should oppose the budget because it harms the poor. This list is endless. It is. But the, it, we, we could go on forever and ever about this. But let's just hit a, a few things. First of all, you know, Texas doesn't have a minimum wage, but we enforce the minimum wage for the federal government here, and we allow the federal government to enforce that within Texas. Minimum wage is a terrible, awful thing. The, the people who are most harmed by the minimum wage are young, black males, teenagers. You know, we, you, know you put you know, into Chicago or Houston or L.A. or New York, wherever it is, you put a combination of the public schools that don't teach them anything and that turn everything into a drug culture. And you, you put on top of that, um, you put on top of that the minimum wage where they can't find a job. And that's just not good for young black males. Right? They turn into gangs, to drugs. So it's, it's not good at all. Of course, then you have Medicare or Medicaid, excuse me. And welfare payments where in slums, you know, affordable housing, so to speak. But it's really bad for people to be on those things. Medicare uh, care is not all that good. In fact, in some cases, it can be pretty bad. Welfare is not good for people. That's why we have this permanent underclass of people who can't get off of it or they could, but it's very difficult for them given all these circumstances. Mothers with a bunch of children, because the father, if she married the father, they would lose their welfare payments, those types of things. And there's a lot of other ways that big government hurts the poor, but this budget funds that stuff. Christians and conservatives shouldn't support it. 
All right, we've moved to number eight now. Texans should oppose the budget because it is racist. And I wish I had a little more time to prepare for this to kind of talk through some of these things, but I'm just going to give you one example here. So the University of Texas has a racial preference system for accepting students into the university. And that's racist. Now, of course, some people would say, well, we have to do this because the people we're excluding from the University of Texas, the white people, or at least some of the white people, are racist themselves because white supremacy and white privilege and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, all these kind of things that happened 100, 200, 300 years ago, or, okay, 50 years ago, if we're talking about some racism in the South and those types of things, some, some bad stuff happened, right? Slavery was bad. Racism, a lot of it in the South was bad. But that's the past. This is today, and these people won't let go of it. And so Martin Luther King's ideal of a colorblind society is disappearing rapidly today. And one of the reasons is because of the programs like the University of Texas who look at people based on their color. So that's reason number eight. Reason number nine that Texans and conservatives and Christians should oppose the budget because it promotes unreliable renewable energy. You've probably heard me read, you probably read what I've written or heard what I've talked about on renewable energy. But the bottom line is that the blackouts that Texans had in February were largely caused by years and years and years of promoting renewable energy subsidies here in Texas. Because when the big storm came, the renewable energy wasn't there. And not only was the renewable energy not there to turn on the lights, but neither were the natural gas plants that would have been there if all the money hadn't been chasing subsidies for renewable energy. So whether it was the renewable energy not showing up or its displacement of the reliable energy, in either case, that's where you have most of the cost of the Texas blackouts. And then, of course, on top of that, all this cost billions and billions and billions of dollars. I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it's running at about $2 billion a year right now, the subsidies and benefits that are going to renewable energy. And a lot of that is funded through this budget. And or supported through this budget. So that's reason number nine. And finally, reason number 10, that Texans should oppose this budget, conservatives and Christians should oppose this budget, is because Texas government is already too big. So let me just take a poll here. If you think government is already too big, raise your hand. Well, my guess is you're listening to this and you're conservative, so you probably think that government is already too big. So a budget that increases government even a half of a percent is a bad budget. If you think that the budget should decrease because government should decrease. And how much should it decrease? My guess is that we could cut the Texas budget in half and we'd all be fine. Matter of fact, we'd be more than fine. We'd be much better off. Because whatever government is doing today, a lot of people in the private sector could do it better. Whether it's 
growing the economy, you know, this corporate welfare stuff is really bad. Um, that we have seen big business taking money and from the government and from us and then going off on wasting it on things rather than competing and making really good products and selling them and making a profit and then plowing those profits back into investments, which hire people and make better profits and better products and those types of things. That's just one example of it. Uh, welfare, you know, private individuals, private charity would do a much better job of helping the poor than big government does. And, and we only have to look back, you know, 150 years to see a society where that mostly happened and it was a much better society. Not that there weren't problems, but it's better than it is today. And of course, uh, just big government also gets back to the tyranny kind of aspect of this. The bigger the government, the more they can interfere in your lives and my life every single day. And the reason they're interfering with it is because they want to take away our liberty. So Texas government is already too big. And that's the last reason that conservatives and Christians should oppose this conservative, not conservative, Texas budget. Well, thank you again for being here on the Liberty Cafe today. It's great having you here for episode 39, and we look forward to having you back again. Thank you for listening to the Liberty Cafe with Bill Peacock. This show is produced by Texas Scorecard. You can learn more about this show and find other shows at texasscorecard.com. Be sure you subscribe and rate the show on whatever platform you listen on. See you next time.